Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Whoa, do I need this? Man, um, like the first service, excuse me if I'm using my phone. Um, yeah, excuse me for using my phone right now, but we're going to use this to, uh, to read scripture from. Everything is redeemed. Everything is redeemed. I guess I will use it. He brought it, so I'll use it. See? can't tell that I'm using my phone right now. <laughs> so this smile, uh, I said this in first service, the smile that I have today is an actual real smile. It is an absolute real smile. When I was standing back there first service, I didn't hear it audibly, but I heard the Lord say, check the scoreboard. And it's crazy because I ain't a, a sports person, but I hear that there's a team, the greatest team in the world playing today, but that honestly didn't, I didn't think of that, but I imagine that that's God's way of speaking to people who understand sports. Check the scoreboard. You may have, which not may, but we all have shared a pretty similar, uh, I'm still smiling, it's a real smile. There's goodness. There's goodness in knowing the Lord and knowing who you are. Within that same exact thing, the thing that is landing, because today the, the um, I didn't see that the first time, the name of the um, sermon series is This Is How We Do It. Yeah, this is how we do it. So if you, if that, yeah, it did. It's all right. I know. If you're, I, I say, if you if you were born, I'd say maybe from 80, if you were a kid between 80 and maybe 95, when you hear this is how we do it, you immediately, it just happens, pops up in the head, yeah. But, um, but the thing that's sticking out is that we are not called to be caught in civilian affairs. Not that, you know, it's like, oh, we're just, you know, we're too good for, we're, we're trying hard to separate ourselves. But we have put our faith in someone who is beyond civilian affairs. And whatever those civilian affairs are, you name it, that's exactly what it is. We're called to be kingdom focused. So, not a matter of this, a matter of that, I'm looking over here, oh, no, no. I'm smiling because as long as we're kingdom focused, we can check the scoreboard and realize that our scores isn't the same type of scores. Our scores isn't financially, our scores even, here it is, isn't even health-wise. Isn't even health-wise. As hard and scary and uncomfortable and painful that is, our scores not earthly. Our scores is that there's a celebration every single time that somebody come to know the love of Jesus. That's
the score. And as far as I'm concerned, the score is running up. Every day, more and more, the score is running up. And so I'm smiling. I'm going to read a bit from 1 John 4 before I invite my, my good friend up. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't stop, man. So, and we'll also, um, before we get out of, before we get out of here, I definitely still want us to lift up Judy and Casey. Obviously, Casey is not here uh, today. The Sloans also. Um, but lift. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we're also going to pray for Nick, too. So let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, if y'all don't mind, let's go ahead and bless Casey and Judy at this point in time. Uh, I imagine he's probably watching to make sure that we ain't uh, up here uh, saying nothing that's uh, blasphemous. Yeah. So, um, Father, you are sovereign. There's nothing that catches you by surprise, no sickness, no COVID, no bad news. There's nothing that catches you by surprise, no death. There's nothing that catches you by surprise. Father, we lift up Casey, lift up Judy, lift up the Sloans. Lift up Nick. Father, we have one place to go to, and that is only in you. I ask that you will take this time, you take these moments to get your glory out of us. I ask that you will take this time and take these moments to do what only you are capable of doing. Says that whatever is good is from you. So, regardless of what physician does what or what medicine does what, whatever is good, so whatever good comes out of it is from you. You're sovereign. Be glorified in this. In Jesus' name. So, cool. We're going to read this passage of scripture, and honestly, this is the thing. I didn't plan on saying this, but. There's a reason why Pete is up here yelling. There's a reason why Pete is up here yelling. And Pete is up here yelling is because there is a place that God has saw fit. Pete didn't get himself here. Nobody is in here based off of just, uh, you know, no, you're in here right now for this purpose and for this time. You're not to leave here today with civilian affairs. You are kingdom children. If you have accepted Jesus as Lord, you are kingdom children, which means that you don't operate in the same way. You don't mourn the same way. You don't think the same way. You don't decide the same way. You are kingdom children. And do not get caught up in civilian affairs. Wow. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to determine if they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you know the spirit of God. Every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit who does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, 
You have heard that he is coming, and he is already in the world now. Man, I don't want to get all end times, but honestly, feels pretty real. And the reason I'm smiling about it is because ultimately, I checked the scoreboard. God is doing exactly what he said he's going to do. There's nothing that is going on now that God had already dealt with us. It's part of the process. We are not a people that are going to run in fear. We're not a people that's going to operate in fear. It says that perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Come on. You are from God, little children, no matter how old you are or how big. You're from God, little children. And you have conquered them. Man, listen to that. You have conquered them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. There's not a sickness. There's not an idea, there's not an enemy that can stand against the one who God has saw fit to put on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is still alive. The Holy Spirit is still powerful. They are from the world. Therefore, what they say is from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Anyone who knows God listens to us. Anyone who is not from God does not listen to us. From this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does uh, not love does not know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we must also, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us. And his love is perfected in us. I don't hear any, like, I don't hear anything besides God telling us to love. There's one thing that separates us from the world. May we not give, give that up. May we not get caught up, say again, in civilian affairs. Caught up in what he said, what she said, this is that, this is that. Uh, it's all completely irrelevant, 100% irrelevant. You say, but, 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 but you, no, no, no. It's clear what he said. He first loved us, and because of that, that's why we shout. That's why we yell. That's why we lift our hands. That's why we extend grace. That's why we give. That's why we mourn differently. There's a such thing as hope. There's a way to mourn, there's a way to grieve, but there's a way that is different, that is abnormal, 
from the status quo. We're not called to, to lock ourselves inside of a building or inside of a house. We're called to be amongst, to be salt. We're called to be light. But we're not called to get mixed up in civilian affairs and start to operate and think and decide in civilian affairs. That's theirs. Kingdom. This is not our own. This is going away. Like Casey always say, 100 years, everybody weren't fool. It's ours. Everybody. Don't leave here today, whether you know Jesus or not, do not leave here today forgetting that you are, you have been given an opportunity, not even an opportunity, like there's, there's no words that can explain what, what has happened here. There's no words for it. I met this guy, and this is the intro to having him come up. I met this guy five years ago. Um, my background, I come from KCK. The lower numbers, we say the lower numbers, the lower the numbers and KCK, the worse it is. So if you're on First Street, it, it really is true. The lower the numbers, the worse it is. But come from KCK, did time in all kinds of mess. I mean, completely different situation. All kinds of mess. If, if it could be done, I was doing it. God saw fit to do what it is that he does and how he wants to do it. Come to Olathe, I'm working at Olathe, or Olathe Pond, but y'all should go check the store out. But uh, Olathe Pond, and I'm a cowboy. KCK, never in my life wore no cowboy hat, no cowboy boots. To be real with you, I had never heard country inside my home. Well, I had a friend across the street, his dad was in the country band. That's how I heard country. But nonetheless, it didn't exist. Whole different world. I was a cowboy. This guy right here, 30-something years, New York lawyer, Jewish. No, that was bad. <laughs> Atheist. He speaks fluent Hebrew, all that stuff, righteous. And we met as cowboys. God does exactly what he want to do, how he want to do it, when he want to do it, where he want to do it, and who he want to do it with. He's sovereign. That leads to exactly what we're called to be doing here. Our calling is to trust in and live like Jesus. To trust in and live like Jesus. I can trust in the guy that's able to take the guy from KCK, going through all the stuff he went through, doing time, all of that, and making me become a cowboy in order to meet 30-something year New York lawyer that speaks fluent Hebrew, getting them to meet, to, to become cowboys. It sounds like a spoof to me, to become cowboys so that they would meet, and then that would be a part of his bigger plan in Scripture that this is a child of Israel. He brought his on, how he wanted to do it. Can't nobody get any kind of glory from that. He came when he wanted him to come. Come on up, dude. This is David.
Jesus, appreciate your applause. It was not for me. Because I am a servant. I am a servant of Jesus Christ. That's all I am. Whatever my background, that's what I am. So I'm going to try to get through this. I could speak forever. Trust me on that one. But I'm just going to tell you one of the little tiny miracle proofs that happened to me that I know just how real Jesus is and the power of God. So I think this was after my rebirth, which on July 26th I was reborn. So I'm about six weeks old. I'm so glad I saw a little baby in here. That's, I'm going to relate to that later. Thank you. Okay, so there's a guy at work. He's a tough guy. He's a Christian. He's a true believer. His name is Bill. I'm not going to say his last name. And he has this beautiful little granddaughter, and he was one day lamenting to me, you know, and he's, he's former military, law enforcement, martial artist. He says, you know, if anybody, if the civil strife begins out in the streets, if anybody comes to my door, I can handle that, he says. But then, he, and he tears up so quickly, he says, but what do I do with my, about my, how do I protect my grandchildren? So knowing his faith and my, my own just recently found faith, I thought about it overnight and I said to him the next morning, Bill, man, you're a man of faith in God. You have faith in Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Don't let any little crack form in the foundation of that faith, and everything will be all right. It really will. God will do anything if you never let your faith waver. Now I'm going to tell you one tiny little miracle that I'm talking about. So I took that same thought. I'm, I'm, I'm divorced. It was nasty. My children are grown. I have a grandchild. We are estranged. I don't have any contact with them. I, since my rebirth, I have tried to reestablish it. I've done what I could to apologize, be that as it may. I'm driving the next day up Merlin in Olathe. And um, I said out loud in the car, I said, you know what, Jesus, I, although I pray for reconciliation every morning, pray for even my ex-wife, for her heart to soften. I have apologized. I say, Jesus, if this is your way of protecting me, that if any harm comes to my children and I won't even know about it, if this is your way, I said, so be it. And I said these things out loud. The next few seconds, I'm in the left turn lane. I look to my right. There's a big white semi-tractor trailer. And he turns right going west on Santa Fe. And there's a name at the top in big red letters. And it says Carpenter. And down below it says, we bring comfort to your life. And I, okay, so then I thought, of, I went and I looked that up. It's a real company. They make padding for under carpets. That's how they bring comfort. It's a company of integrity. And they started it in 1948, which was the year that Israel was born in modern times. Now, if anybody thinks that that's some kind of coincidence, you may step outside <laughs> and just go away. This proves everything. God always knew the future. God plans things to happen thousands of years ago. That's how people meet. That's how people don't get on a plane that they're supposed to get on and something happens. Or that's how people meet accidentally and go on to get married and have children and will live a wonderful life. It's almost beyond comprehension. But if you just have faith, 
Now, I'm, I'm so happy I saw a little baby here. I'm so happy. So anyone who doubts that there's a God and that the Holy Spirit is in us, just look at a little baby. You know why babies can't talk yet? They otherwise come out pretty perfectly. I'm not talking about the occasional baby that's not perfect. But all babies are perfect in their own way. They just came from God, that Garden of Eden, wherever it is, physically, geophysically, cosm cosmically, wherever. Because if they could talk, they would spill the beans. They would say, hey, here's what God looks like, and here's what I did. You know, here's what I had at, at God's table for dinner last night. They're not supposed to tell us that. And, of course, you know, a baby gets a little cut. It heals almost while you're watching. We were all babies, and we're still children in the eyes of God. It's all about love. If you have any doubts in your faith at any time, just remember, just think of that little baby that you were, or maybe that you have, or maybe you're an uncle or an aunt that your niece or nephew has. Whatever it is, whatever it takes to remind you, if you need to have a, a cross in your household or a picture of Jesus. By the way, the name of the shopping center where the, our store was is called the Cross Roads. The Cross Roads. Okay? That's where we met. So I'll just wrap up by saying that in the Hebrew, name of God translated out means was, is, will be. I won't say that name. We Jews are not supposed to say it. I've done it. I probably shouldn't because I don't want to cheapen it in any fashion. It rhymes with the word in Hebrew for love. And if you take the net difference in the letters and the numerical value of those letters, because I'm a little bit into numerology, it's fascinating, the difference comes out to be a 2 and a 6, 26, which is the numerical value of the Hebrew name for God. There's a lot in there. There's so much in there. And now I see the number 26 wherever I go. It's just incredible. So God is real. He is real. Have your faith. Open your hearts no matter what's going on. Someone asked me one time at the store, well, why does God allow so-and-so to happen, the bad, bad things? He's not allowing it. He gave us free will. He doesn't control our minutia, our day-to-day, minute-by-minute lives. We do, sadly, but we do. But in the end, it's what's in our hearts. We have a soul, and that came from God. We can never forget it. So go with God. Thank you so much. There's a baby. There's a little baby. Uh, <laughs> I love babies. So, so please, thank you for having me here and for listening. Jesus put every word into my mouth, and he's in me, and he's real. So bless you all, and thank you. My brother Dan. Perfect. Low-key, he works for that company, so go ahead and, uh, <laughs> uh, well, before uh, we wrap up here, um, we're going to go ahead and um, say, say thanks. So if we can, we pray again as we exit here. Father, if it ain't you, if you don't direct, if you do not lead, 
the spear. Father, we thank you over and over for not just these moments, for just the the the, the freedom to be able to decide to put our trust in in you and in you alone. Father, I ask that as we leave here that you will just continue to remind us that you are the author, you are the finisher, you are Alpha and I, Omega, you are sovereign. That the same spirit is on the inside of us. That we are compelled by love in everything, in every place, in every handshake, in every hug, in every thought, in every decision. We are compelled by love. And out through that love, that's how we glorify you. We worship you in spirit and in truth, and that's because we love. Father, continue to show us what it means to love. Continue to show us what it means to love one another, to, to extend grace, to extend unity. May we be a body that is deeply loved with one another, that as the world sees us, they ask how and why are they so fired up at a time like this. We are children of yours. We are here because you saw fit to have us here. Be glorified through us. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, so cool. You don't have to go home, but you do have to get out of here. All right.